Welcome to the Kid Men Podcast with Dr. Val and Dr. Virginia, where we talk about everything Kid Men. And pull back the curtain on some of the surprises and challenges in children's ministry that nobody prepares you for. I'm Dr. Val, and together we have over 45 years of experience in children's ministry. I'm Dr. Virginia. Valerie and I met over 10 years ago in our doctoral program at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary. We are excited to share with you all the great stuff that we have picked up over the years. We want to minister to you, the children's minister. Welcome, friends. We are so glad that you have joined us today. Dr. Virginia and I have a topic today that we are super excited about, because if you've listened to us very long, (laughs) you already know how much we love Vacation Bible School. Yes. (laughs) How are you doing this week, Dr. Virginia? Uh, I'm doing good. How are you, Dr. Val? (laughs) I'm doing all right. So it's been crazy around our house with trying to get back into rhythm after the holidays, and I have had some writing assignments due and trying to get things caught up and I let myself get behind <laughs> on the holidays a little bit. So it's been a little nice easy for to me. do. It really yeah. is very easy to do. So I'm yeah. very excited to be back on track. And, and I don't know about you, Virginia, but I am seeing a lot of my friends talking about vacation Bible school. Yeah, right now. <laughs> because, yes. yeah, this is when all of that planning begins and yeah. you see people going to training conferences to get information and you see previews happening and all of those kind of fun things. So we thought that it might be a good idea to share with you a little bit more specifically about how we plan for VBS. Mm -hmm. We did a planning episode just a few weeks ago where we talked about all of our January planning, how we're planning Mm -hmm. for all sorts of different things. But we really wanted to hit the specifics on the things that you need to be thinking about as you plan specifically for your vacation Bible school. Yes. So Virginia, you want to kick us off? Absolutely. So we, um, this cycle that we're going to be talking about of planning for VBS, we're going to start in, we'll say summer A, and then talk about how we plan really throughout the year, ending in the next summer, summer B. Um, So even as we are doing VBS (laughs) during the summer, taking notes, Thinking ahead to next year, I I like to either keep in a document um, specific notes of things to change or do differently or improve or consider for next year. Um, Sometimes I will put those notes um, in my electronic calendar or in my physical calendar as a reminder of like, hey, you know, back in March, you know, we really should have done X, Y, Z differently. And so I make a note for next March to do X, Y, Z Um, so even in the midst of VBS, (laughs) thinking about and planning for next VBS, because it really begins, I mean, VBS planning, does it ever really begin or end? It's like a circle. It's a a year round because it (laughs) really is the church's largest event of the year. Yes. I mean, you can pull off a VBS in a short period of time if you have to, Yes. but to really do it well, to do it correctly, to do it with less stress, you really do need to be planning pretty much constantly on what you're thinking about what you're going to be doing. And one of the things that I try to do is I love to use, I use OneNote for Mm -hmm. a a lot of things on my computer. And so I would just have a OneNote notebook for vacation Bible school. Mm -hmm. And that way it didn't matter if I was, you know, in my car with my phone, if I was sitting at a doctor's appointment or whatever I was doing, if I had a thought, if I had some time to kind of think through things, then I could just very quickly pull up that notebook and just make those notes. But it's like you said, yeah, it's looking a year ahead at least on what you're going to be doing. And quite honestly, there were a lot of years that the themes 
before the next year were announced, before we even had right. our vacation Bible. It always comes out sometime in the summer. Yeah. So it gives you an opportunity to really think ahead mm-hmm. on what do we want to do next year? How did this material work for us this year? How did this theme work for us this year? Are we good with the way that this happened? Mm-hmm. And then do we really you know, what do we want to make changes for? Because really for that summer, you want to, you want to kind of decide already a few mm-hmm. things. You want to know your theme for the next year. Mm-hmm. You want to know your dates for the next year. If you can, you really want to kind of say these dates worked well, these didn't work well. We need mm-hmm. to adjust this on the calendar, but already have kind of in your mind what dates you want to use. And then you need to work on your budget. That's always a fun thing. Yeah, I know, right? Everyone's favorite part. <laughs> Everyone's favorite part. Well, you know, one of the things about it is that is looking at past budgets will help you to be able to kind of figure out if you're at a new church this year and this will be your first VBS at a church, mm-hmm. if you could ask your financial director, could they show you a copy of last year's VBS budget mm-hmm. to get an idea of how much was spent, how mm-hmm. much um, was needed, like what, you know, what, what you're going to be working with, because that's really going to help you. If you already kind of know in your mind what your budget is going to be, it will help Mm -hmm. you as you begin to plan throughout the year. And so kind of getting a handle on that pretty early, looking at whether or not you had enough in your budget, if you need a little bit more. And I always planned for a little bit extra for resources because publishing costs seem to go up almost every year, at least a little bit. And right. so usually the the leader guides or, you know, that kind of material, the cost might go up a little bit. So I always tried to make sure that I had increased the budget just a little bit more than what I had the year before to make sure that I had enough to cover everything. Right. Right. And it's, it's good to overview because it's easy when you're in the thick of it and those few weeks leading up to VBS and okay, we're buying more snacks and we're buying more crayons and we're buying more pipe cleaners. And so, you know, at the end of all of it and be like, okay, how much did we spend on snacks? Like how much did we spend on crafts? How much? And so, cause sometimes those things can, um, you know, even with the best intentions, kind of get away from you a little bit. And you're like, wait a second, what? Right, <laughs> so, right, right. Well, uh, and let me tell you, I have done VBS for a lot of years with no budget at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, it's it's doable. It's difficult, but it's doable. But that's another thing you want to think about is that if you are super limited on your budget, if you could start making some contacts really early with maybe some of the larger churches in your yes. you know, association, maybe larger churches in your city or your state, because I can promise you that the years where I did have a lot of resources, I loved passing that material, the books, the decorations, any kind of thing that I had left over. I didn't want to have to trash it. I wanted it to be able to be used. And sometimes we did use that material for mission trip or something later in the summer. So I didn't always have the ability to be able to pass it on. But I loved when I could partner with a smaller church that might need some of the resources. So this would be a good time for you to maybe start reaching out and, and making some connections with some of the larger churches and say, hey, you know, do you have a plan for what you're going to be doing with your material after VBS next year? You know, is that something that we could maybe discuss with you about mm-hmm. and see? Um, because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm telling you, a lot of times those churches are very anxious to find ways that they can 
pass on the material. That Absolutely. Have. Absolutely. Same. Like we've always given away our material to other churches. And, and even if say you get a material this year that you're going to use for next year, you know, don't stress mm -hmm. over using the same theme that was used last year at another oh. church or last year's theme. I mean, you know, kids, kids, sure they enjoy the theme and it does enhance do. the experience, but what they come for mm -hmm. is for the relationships and right. for, you know, that opportunity to have fun. And so, you yes. know, having the same theme as somebody else had last year really isn't going to be that big of a deal in the grand it, scheme of things. It really isn't because, and you're going to put your own spin on it. You're going to make it your own. And, and, and so there's going to be unique experiences. So even if a child comes in and says, oh, well, we've done this thing before, you know, it's all cyclical. We've done all the themes a yes. hundred times. It's, it's Ecclesiastes. There's nothing new under the sun. There is nothing <laughs> new under the sun. Uh, and so there's ways to take it. And there's ways to use material too and switch up the theme if you wanted to, like you mm -hmm. might could use use, you know, uh, you know, one set of materials for, you know, you know, for a different thing than what it was written for, mm -hmm. but you still have the material, you still have the, right. the content, you still have the information. And mm -hmm. so, you know, so you can be creative, don't feel like you have to fit in that box. So it's, it's really great to be able to find the creative ways to be able to reach the kids, because basically what you're doing, the important thing that you're doing is that you're sharing the love of Jesus with kids. Amen. And you're giving them an opportunity to hear the word of God and to learn the word of God. And so that's really what your focus is. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Are we ready to move into fall? Yes. Summer into fall. Summer into that's fall. That's right. <laughs> like there's not enough else that you are doing in the fall. <laughs> we the are fall. trying to give you more things yes. to be thinking about. <laughs> Uh, but there are certain things coming out like director's kits. You can start sort of pre-ordering certain elements a lot of times of your BBS you materials. And, and those are good to get in. Oh, those director kits are so helpful. They really are. But again, like I said, I know that sometimes the budget, it's really hard to do that. But if mm -hmm. you have the ability to be able to get the director's kit, not only does it give you a little bit of a discount in that you're getting like the leader guides and things all kind of together. So sometimes it, it gives you a little bit of savings there, but you also get a lot of planning material mm -hmm. that's incredibly helpful, Very helpful as you're kicking off. Yes. And so those, those director kits, those starter kits are, mm -hmm. are really, really great things to purchase if you have the ability to do that. Mm -hmm. One of the very first things that I do as well in the fall, when I start to get ready for these things is that I try to recruit a prayer team mm -hmm. that is going to be praying for vacation Bible school for the year. And that's Amen. usually where I utilize a lot of maybe the senior adults in the church. And this mm -hmm. is not even necessarily something that I've ever publicized. This is not something that is said from the pulpit or necessarily or that kind of thing. This is just me going to some key leaders in the church and asking them if they will partner with me in prayer for the yeah, year for amen. vacation Bible school. Will they start praying for me as I start to order these materials and as we start to plan mm -hmm. and as we start to, would you start praying for the families that will be coming for the leaders that will be serving all of these kinds of things, just so that it gets your, you know, your, you know, as you are working throughout the year for this, that you have people that are specifically praying for this. Um, and then some years when I've really been together and I've really been able to make it happen, I'll even maybe like shoot a little email like once a month to them to yeah. say, okay, these are the things that I'm doing this month. This is where I need prayer. And it didn't have to be a big thing. I'm not talking about doing something mm -hmm. massive. I'm just saying it really meant a lot to me to know that I had people that were praying for me while I was planning. Um, one other thing that we did this fall was um, we were looking at the 
at the VBS theme, you know, learning it in the summer, looking at the, at the VBS theme for this upcoming right. summer and with our fall festival. And there, I think there are other people who are more on top of this and who do this every single year, but we like <laughs> did it for the first time this year, um, really coordinated some of our fall festival games and things that can be reused for VBS next summer. That's and awesome. So, yeah. yeah. And so that was, I was like, Hey, wait a second. We are, you know, getting these, you know, booths at these games and the activities, let's intentionally plan them to be reused for VBS. And so yeah. that was something that we were really, <laughs> really with it on this year. That's so. good. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I was, I was expecting you to say you were talking about like publicizing it to the, to the public when you had people there. So the idea that you are looking oh. at those items and thinking ahead yeah. is really to reuse great, them in the summer. Right? Mm -hmm. That's the great thing about deciding on your theme for the next year mm -hmm. in the summer that gives you the whole year to look for things that are going to fit your theme and fit what you're doing. Mm -hmm. Because like there would be some years that I might run across items like at the dollar store yes. or, you know, when I was shopping somewhere or at a craft thing or doing something, I might go, oh, you know, that fits perfect for the theme. Mm -hmm. So, it, and so it's things that I wouldn't have like thought in my head, oh, I'm going to go here and for. look for this. Mm -hmm. But because you have the theme in your mind, you can mm -hmm. kind of start thinking about, oh, I need things that, would fit for an island or things that are going to fit for, you know, space or whatever it might be that the theme is for the next year. And so, yeah. And I will say this, I'm in some different VBS Facebook groups and there are Ooh. lots of people posting in those all the time saying like, Hey, I found this at, you know, the dollar store. Hey, oh, yeah. you know, I found this at Walmart. Hey, you know, I found this here. So as people are finding different things that are good prices and that are very mm -hmm. useful, they're also posting about them in those Facebook groups. So that's been really nice as that well. It's good. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So it's really, and then too, if you have, like, you already know, if you already know who your director is going to be, if you already know who people are going to be that are in those key spots, they can be looking as well. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a great thing to be able to know ahead of time. Absolutely. So. All right. Are we ready to move into winter? Yes. Winter. <laughs> So we talked a little bit about this in our January planning episode. Right. So some of this may be reiterations, but that's all right. We'll still. It's okay. It's, yep. it's, it's always good to be reminded. It's mm -hmm. always good to be reminded. Um, it, January was when I always started recruiting my leaders. Mm -hmm. and, and I know that people are like, what, January? But yes, I would always have a vacation Bible school booth set up in our foyer, in our lobby when we came back from the holidays in January that would be set up with the theme and that was encouraging people to register as volunteers. Volunteer. Mm -hmm. And so that way I was, you know, getting people to start thinking about it. I was getting people to start praying about it, but I was really starting to find those key leaders that were going to be in those very strategic positions. Mm -hmm. And I wanted to do that in January. Absolutely. Yeah. January is also whenever trainings start coming up, preview events, training events kind of in January and then yeah. also kind of throughout the spring. And so knowing when those events are happening, either locally or nationwide, mm -hmm. um, is very helpful for planning out, you know, your schedule and planning, planning to take those mm -hmm. key leaders. So especially right. if you can recruit them early, then you can get them to those training events that are happening you early. Can. You really can. And those training events are super helpful because it does get everybody excited, but they also, they also can really see things about 
the material and the crafts and all of those kind of things so that you can really start thinking through, is this something that's going to be useful? Are we going to be able to do this particular thing and, and have all of those kinds of things? And that's why in January, I think it's really important that you have kind of already planned your VBS schedule that you know what you're going to offer to the kids and how you're going to offer it. You want to know, are you going to do a rotation for snack and a rotation for crafts and a rotation for rec? Mm -hmm. Or if this year, you know, you've decided you're going to try to kind of adjust this and do something a little bit differently. Um, You know, there are some churches that will actually do like a gospel presentation rotation Mm-hmm. And, and so that changes your schedule if you're going to be mm-hmm. adding that in or if you're going to be changing that around. Some people do, you know, snacks and rec together as one rotation. You know, there's there's mm-hmm. all sorts of different ways that you can arrange your schedule. But yes. if you don't know what your schedule is, then you don't know how to recruit leadership because you don't know what you're yes. going to need leaders for if you yes. haven't thought through what is my schedule going to be? What are the things that we're going to offer for Vacation Bible School this year? Is it going to be exactly the same as years past? Or are we going to look at doing something different? And so being able to really sort of think through that kind of thing. And then also your room assignments. It's really helpful if you start thinking about your space mm-hmm. in January. And I know, again, that sounds like, well, that's super early. But how much room you have in your building affects your volunteers and how you're right. going to set up your schedule. If you are going to be able to utilize your whole building, is this a year where maybe some construction is happening and you have to, you know, adjust and and, and Mm -hmm. serve in a different way? Are you going to have all the kids on campus or are your older kids going to be in a different location? Like all of those little things, because if you do have that happen where you do utilize another location, you need to lock those places in. You need to get all of that kind of set up. So you really need to start thinking through January, you know, how did space work for us last year and how can we utilize it? Because also that's going to determine if you have large group areas, it, it helps you know how many leaders are going to need for the number of kids mm-hmm. that you have and all of that kind of thing. One of the other groups that I set up really early, and we mentioned this, I think, before in another episode, is that I tried to have a follow up team. Mm -hmm. set when I had all of my other leaders in place. One of the things that I've learned over the years is that at the end of vacation Bible school, you're exhausted. Your leaders are exhausted. No one wants to do the follow-up that's needed with visitors, with families, with kids. Everybody's just too tired. And I know a lot of churches will assign that. Like they'll say, okay, you just taught fourth grade vacation Bible school. So you're responsible for getting in touch with all the fourth grade families that visited. And it's just asking a lot lot for somebody who's just taught an entire week, who's given their time, who's done all of this. So one of the things that I've always recommended to churches is that if you can create a team that the only thing they do is follow up. Mm -hmm. And that's a really great job for like, for example, maybe um, your leadership, like your deacons or your elders Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. some senior adults, people that enjoy that visitation Mm -hmm. aspect of service, but they don't necessarily feel comfortable working with kids. Mm-hmm. You know, this is an opportunity for the entire church to be able to be involved in vacation Bible school. Even if they don't want to be there for the week of working with the kids, they can be the ones that send out your cards that, you know, Make check on calls. doing the phone calls mm-hmm. and to do all of that follow up because mm-hmm. they're not going to be exhausted from working with the kids all week. Right. And I've always said, it's a great opportunity too, that if I have a family that says, Oh, I'm so sorry, we're going to be on vacation that week. 
and I'm a vacation Bible school and I would be like, oh, but I have a job for you. <laughs> the week after. <laughs> the week after that, I really need some people to do this. So it gave me an opportunity to have sort of something, an alternative for people that couldn't make it yes. during vacation Bible school. So yes. it's, it's really kind of a, an important team within itself. So it's a great thing for you to kind of start thinking around January, how you want to do that. And two, just sort of in general, some so we have a whole episode on recruiting volunteers, yes, um, but just with recruiting some recruitment strategies, just for us to hit a few high points here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of the things is as you're talking to people for VBS or for anything, getting a, a good feel for their strengths, their interests, what they've done before and putting them in positions that are going to be a good fit for them. Yeah. Um, it's easy to be like, okay, I need a warm body here. Uh, you just go do this, <laughs> right? But we, we want to work. We don't want to work that way. We don't no. want more bodies. We no. want people committed to what they're doing. Yes, yeah. who are enjoying what they're doing, who are excited about what they're doing. And um, you know, one of the things, one of the ways that I talk to people about VBS, especially if they don't really have a lot of experience in children's ministry, right. I will say, look, this is just one week. If you hate it, you can never do it again. You know, but, you know, if you enjoy, you know, doing crafts in your, you know, spare time, Mm -hmm. why don't you try doing crafts at Vacation Bible School? And sometimes people are like, no, I'm done forever. See you later. But more often than not, people people get bit by the bug and they enjoy it a lot more than they think they would. They They have a good time. They say, oh, I loved it. You know, little Mm -hmm. Susie and I just connected and I love seeing her every day. And so. I feel like more often than not, I have gotten recurring volunteers out of recruiting people and saying, hey, it's just one week. It's just one thing. It is. You know, I'm not asking you to commit to forever. Just give VBS a try. And then they come out of it saying, oh, that was really fun. Yeah. And even if they don't have that comfortable feeling where they are wanting to be around kids, if they can serve in the kitchen with snacks, or if they can serve in the craft room, putting things together and setting things mm-hmm. out and not necessarily being the leader in that spot mm-hmm. or, or actually, you know, working with, the, if you can give them a peripheral mm-hmm. responsibility, a lot of times they catch it. They see that it's not as hard yeah. as they have pictured it in their minds. Yes. And yes. they're like, wow, wait, I, I can do what she's doing. Like I could do that. And so it helps for the next year. So mm-hmm. finding those little things that they can do mm-hmm. to get them involved around the edges will sometimes start to bring people yes, in because bring they them can in. get connected. Yeah. And so that that's, that's huge. And so, yeah. Another thing that I like to do in January, beginning of February is that I wanted to think through am I going to have a family night or are we going to have a day where we have some sort of a special event? Because quite honestly, thinking through the things that you need to rent ahead of time is really important. Bouncy houses, the slides, the inflatables, all of those kind of machines for cotton candy. The reptile guy who's going to bring a snake or whatever. Whatever (laughs) kind of special thing you want to have they really book fast Mm -hmm. because there are a lot of churches that really try to catch them super early. And so, especially if you're in a town where, you know, you really want to go ahead and start thinking through that. So you want to get those dates on their calendar. You want to get those, 
inflatables rented, you want to get the popcorn machines and the cotton candy machines rented. You want to make sure you have all of those kind of things already set up and good to go for your dates. And so yeah. that's a really important thing to do. And also I always try to think about my stage decorations really early too, because if mm -hmm. I needed somebody to build something for me, yes, like if I needed a giant English phone booth or if I needed... <laughs> <laughs> we need a an airplane. We need or, a yeah. submarine. <laughs> I need because I have served at churches that had huge yeah. main stages. Yes. And we would need like these big backdrops to, mm -hmm. you know, to bring the kids in. And so there were always, you know, guys or, or ladies at the church that love to build decorations, to yes. love to build set, that loves to paint, that loves to do that. But those are huge projects that take a yes. lot of time. Weeks and weeks. And so, yeah. Mm -hmm. So you can't just kind of ask for a giant elephant made out of wood. <laughs> yes. In a, a week, week before. before. Yeah. Yes. You really have to kind of think through those things. So kind of spend yes. some time in your space and see, am I going to need some large items here mm -hmm. to be able to fill up the space? Am I going to need something here? And I will tell you, there are a lot of great resources through the publishers mm -hmm. of the Vacation Bible School material mm -hmm. and a lot of great resources with leaders like, like we've talked before about Mr. Mark's classroom and some mm -hmm. other things like that where Facebook groups, Pinterest, Facebook, yeah, all of it, mm -hmm. where they're going to give you some great ideas for how to build unique mm -hmm. things for these large stage pieces. And so mm -hmm. you want to start checking those out really early. So finding those large items, those big pieces are huge. Yes. And so stuff like uh, that foam insulation board, that stuff Love you can that buy stuff. like these giant sheets of foam that again, it's insulation, but still you can make anything out of that. You can, you can build paint it, on glue them, it, nail it. Can, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Now, if you're looking for something large that can, you know, kind of sit in front of maybe your choir loft or something in front of your baptismal area or something that you're wanting, you know, I always tried to put things like in front of our organ and piano kind of areas yeah. because I just wanted to bring in because because so often I've had such large stages to work with. I've wanted to bring it in for the kids to feel more cozy yes. for it to feel like they're they're not just way back watching that they're up close mm -hmm. and and so finding those things getting refrigerator boxes yes finding people who you know are willing to let you come and pick up refrigerator boxes those kind of yes. things really need to be done early because for me I don't they, they a lot of people would grab them as soon as they could so mm -hmm. anything like that that you could get was always incredibly helpful right. so are we ready to move into spring I think so all right I let's move so. into spring <laughs> uh, all right well you already mentioned training events training events yes. that start happening in the winter and into the spring yeah um hosting training for your volunteers. So I always right. like to do both. I always like to make sure my key leaders got to an external training event yes. um, for them to be able to learn as well, but then mm -hmm. also hosting an internal training event for all volunteers. It's really so. necessary. I, I, I know that it's another thing you have to bring people to. And quite honestly, I would tell volunteers, if you can only be at one I need you to Come be to at ours, at ours mm -hmm. because that's when you're giving them your safety and security yes. information. That's when you're giving them your rotation. They're getting their materials at that. They're getting to answer those questions like, you know, what do we do with our kids when this happens or when that happens? Mm -hmm. Or where do you have the nurse located? Where do you have, you know, those are the kind of informational things that you need to let them know. And so to have that ready for them is, is huge. But to me also, if I could get them, on campus with me early so that they could fill out 
forms that they needed to. So that if I had volunteers that had never served before and I needed to do background checks and get their applications and all of that done, Mm -hmm. that was a good time to do it is when I had them in those. Yeah. And so I tried to do that early because sometimes those background checks, however, your insurance company requires you to do those kinds of Mm -hmm. things, because that is the thing that I, I wanted churches to understand I know that it's all hands on deck for vacation Mm -hmm. Bible school because you have a lot more people on campus, but if you have people on campus with the kids, then they have to have been checked and they have to go through your security protocol. So they have to have the applications filled out. They have to have background Mm -hmm. checks in place or fingerprinting or whatever it is that you do to do that has to be done early. Absolutely. And we background check everybody because we like our security team, which they're our background checked as well. I mean, if you're a security guy who's just going to be roving around on a golf cart, you are background checked. If you are, you know, doing snacks in the kitchen, you are background checked. And so it's, it's everybody. If you're going to be on campus when the kids are on campus, it's protecting your ministry, it's protecting your kids, it's protecting you. So you want to make sure that it's something you have in place. And you're using your campus in a different way than you would on like, say, a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night. You know, Mm -hmm. obviously on a Sunday morning or Wednesday night, your kids are much more confined to the children's area, to the preschool area. And so, you know, obviously everyone in the sanctuary isn't background checked, but you also aren't using that space for kids ministry. So whenever you're taking over the whole campus, it does make a difference that everyone is background checked. Absolutely. Because that's something that you want to think about. How are you going to keep your campus secure? Because you do have them in hallways that they are not normally in. You are going to have them in hallways that can't be locked, that don't necessarily have that kind of protection. You are going to have them in common areas. Because for me, uh, every campus I've been on pretty much during VBS, kids had to move from one building to another, not just from one floor to another or one room to another, but from one building to another. You really have to spend some time with your safety and security policies to make sure that you have those in place and that you know exactly what you're doing with that. And I mean, I want to say we had, um, like at a previous church, we had somewhere in the neighborhood of like 10 to 14 security guys every single day of VBS, which sounds like so many, but it's because we did. We had had kids moving between buildings. And so Mm -hmm. we had a security guy in every building. We kept our doors locked. And so that security guy was also the one who was opening, you know, I mean, opening the doors as needed in between rotation times. We had them stationed in strategic locations outside. Um, This particular church campus was also near um, a very busy highway, a very busy part of town. And so, so the security presence was definitely very visible and very strategically placed throughout our campus and throughout our buildings. Right. Well, and that's where you really want to think about utilizing, especially if you have the ability to more of your hall directors, like Mm -hmm. having people that are just in the hallways. Yes. Because the difference is this, you have kids that typically come to your worship service, to your services on a regular basis. And they're familiar with where your restrooms are and they're familiar Mm -hmm. with how the building is laid out and they're familiar with your routines you're getting a lot of kids that are coming for the very first time. They've never maybe been to church before ever, but they've not been on your campus before. And I know that that happens to some extent on Sundays. Hopefully you're getting visitors and you have new people, but But you're talking about a lot at one time, right? This is a lot of kids at one time. And so it, it, there is a lot more opportunity for a couple of things. One for kids to wander. Mm-hmm. And so teachers have to be especially mindful of that. Yes. But also you just kind of never know what's going to happen. Um, mm-hmm. I can remember I had a phone call during vacation Bible school one night from a parent 
who said, basically, I'm calling to see if my child is there. And I was like, I'm sorry. And she said, well, there was a bus that came through the neighborhood that was taking kids to vacation Bible school. And so I let her go on the bus to go. But now I really need to get her because we've had a family emergency and we need to go somewhere. But I don't know what church she went to. Church it was. Oh, And so I told her, I said, you know, I know that it's not us. There's a lot of churches in town that are having vacation Bible school. And I know that it's not us because at that time we did actually have a bus ministry. This was back when we did bus ministries more often, obviously. And we did have a bus ministry, but we had very specific guidelines for the the parents had to bring the kids to the bus. They had to fill out paperwork. They had to receive paperwork. She would have known what church her child was going to if she had gotten on our bus. And so, and so uh, she was like, okay, well, I'll just try another church. So she was literally just calling around looking for her second grader. And so, you know, things happen that you kind of don't expect to happen during vacation Bible school. Things kind of pop up. So as many hands on deck that you can have that are just serving in the halls to make sure teachers Mm -hmm. have what they need. They're watching for random children, maybe just kind of wandering through the hall because they've walked away from the group when they were on their way to crafts or, you know, Mm -hmm. those kinds of things that you don't want to have happen, but might happen in these Mm -hmm. situations, having those extra hands. To be able to help keep an eye out is a really good thing. Absolutely. And our our security guys on the hallway would have radios. We would have radios. Our nurse would have a radio. Um, So all of those things. Yeah. Yeah. So it's important to to kind of think through. So, well, you know, we've talked about how, you know, you want to be thinking about your theme. You want to be thinking about your decorations. You also want to be thinking about your music. Mm-hmm. And so when you're having these meetings with your leaders, this is a good time to introduce them to your music yes. so that they can learn the words ahead of time, because it's really great. And, and I, I've, I've taught this in conferences so many times. If the teachers are singing and doing the motions and participating in the worship, it makes the kids more excited about doing it because sometimes yes. you'll have kids that have not really ever done that before. And they're not super comfortable singing or doing motions or that type of thing. But mm-hmm. if you're doing it with them and it's going to help so much to, to already know the words mm-hmm. so that when you're, you can focus on getting the kids involved instead of you having to focus on learning the words and learning the right. motions, if you know it ahead of time. Yes. So usually we had our music people present the music and motions to the leaders during our meeting as something mm-hmm. fun to do, but also as a way for them to start to learn the words and to start to learn the music. Yes. And always made sure I purchased music for them yes. so that they could take it with them yes. and listen to it the weeks before vacation Bible. School. Absolutely. It was a whole lot easier when we all had CD players in all of our cars, oh, no. but they don't make cars the CD players anymore. So no, 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 no. Now people uh, have to download it more than, yes. yeah. So it makes it a lot harder for sure. <laughs> Um, one of the other things that I really like to cover during our VBS meetings is um, things about classroom management. Yeah. Um, one, I want our teachers and our leaders to have uniform expectations. Mm-hmm. Um, I want them to have uniform tools in their toolbox of yes. how to manage their classroom. And so, mm-hmm. and that's just a good training time. Anyway, it's a good opportunity where you have a lot of people and just to disseminate just good classroom management information. And so yeah. that is something that I, I always want to put those tools on the tool belt of my volunteers in those times. Things like just simple things like, okay, you know, VBS has a lot of rotations, a lot of transitions. You know, how do Mm -hmm. you help those transitions go smoothly? Okay. We're Mm -hmm. doing a, an animal theme, you know, in between every 
um, you know, transition, give the kids a different animal. You're walking down the hallway. All right, we're going to be giraffes this time. All right, we're going to be crocodiles this time. And just little tips like that to help them um, have a smooth experience with the Mm -hmm. kids. And so we Mm -hmm. have a whole episode on student engagement and classroom management um, where we talk about lots and lots and lots of ideas, but there's lots of ways to keep kids engaged in the classroom, in transition times, just even in times when you wouldn't necessarily expect to try Mm -hmm. to help your time with them go smoothly um, and to, to be an aid in that classroom management. Yeah. Yeah. Those are important things for them to learn, especially because you do have a lot of people that are leading in vacation Bible school that doesn't lead. Right. Normally. Normally. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so it's always a good thing for them to be able to get some of that, that practical information. I think that the meeting is also a really good time for you to let them know resource expectations. If you have a supply list that you need them to fill out, it's giving Mm -hmm. them those dates of when those things have to be turned in. It never failed that I would have a teacher that would come up to me the day before VBS and say, (laughs) oh, you know, I've got this great idea for a craft Uh I want to add and I just need a hundred bottle caps by tomorrow. Is that possible? (laughs) Oh, and so it's one of those things where I would say, okay. If you need any kind of resource, if you yes. need any kind of material, then I need to know like today, if there are resources in your material that's needed that we need to start asking the congregation to provide, mm-hmm. like if you need the the cores from the paper towel you yes. roll, or if you need any of that kind of thing, you want to make sure that you get those posted yes. really early yes. so that you have those. So yes. letting your teachers know if they're going to go off script at all with any of their crafts, they need to let you know so that you know what they need and so mm-hmm. that you have that available and that you have dates set up. This has to be to me by yes. this date. And I'm telling you, you want to make that date at least two weeks before you actually oh, have to have it. Yes, absolutely. Because those things, the supply lists are some of the hardest things to get in. Yes, because all of a sudden everyone is looking for, you know, this color of pipe cleaner in the yes. month before VBS because everyone right. is wanting, you know, 20 pipe cleaners per child to make the thing. Right, <laughs> so. right. So you want to you <laughs> jump on that. So. Uh, yeah. yeah. And then also at these meetings, um, it's fun to give like little door prizes or little things like um, like table decorations, like Put a little decoration on your table that is also a decoration that can be used in a classroom. And then somehow the people at the table win the decoration um, or door prizes. So those are both fun and they can help encourage people to come if they know they that like, hey, you're going to get this, you know, some sort of pre-made decorations. You're going to get, gonna get the classroom. goodies early. <laughs> you're going to get the goodies <laughs> and you won't have to make it yourself. It's made. It's ready to go. Yeah. Um, and then also at those meetings, putting you know, physical books, we usually would do um, like a little folder that we would also then later email out a document right. of our VBS policies and procedures, our mm-hmm. plans, the schedules, all that information, compiling mm-hmm. that into a booklet or a notebook of some sort, yeah. and then also making that available digital, digitally yes. <laughs> as well yes. um, to put that in the hands of your volunteers along mm-hmm. with their curriculum, along with their decoration door prize or whatever it is mm-hmm. um, yeah. at those meetings. Right. We don't want to forget our volunteers from the youth ministry that are going to be helping during vacation Bible school, because a lot of times those are um, really, really, it's a really helpful resource for you to be able to have youth volunteers that are going to help. 
but it's very important for them to be included in the planning for them to be included in these training sessions, because yes. again, they need to have expectations as well, because it can mm -hmm. get out of hand pretty quickly mm -hmm. if you don't let them know what you expect from them. Yes. Yes. So making sure that they are clear on things about like cell phone usage, like don't, <laughs> don't, <laughs> no, just don't. Um, safety with kids. Cause you know, in, in a lot of ways they are kids themselves still, they I mean, they're teenagers, they're still yes. kids. And so sometimes they want to rough house with kids or carry them or piggyback or toss them in the mm -hmm. air. And mm -hmm. so things like that about safety yeah. with kids and then general safety and security policies. Yes. Um, Sometimes yeah, it's sure. necessary with teens to, especially in the summertime, it's hot, sort of touch on dress code expectations graciously. Mm -hmm. um, and so, so whether you sort of hook that on to your everybody training and be like, okay, we're going to do breakouts and mm -hmm. crafts are going over there. Bible studies going over there. Teens are going over here. And we're going to talk mm -hmm. about this stuff. Or if you set up a completely separate training for your teens, just making right. sure, though, that they um, understand the expectations and that they um, they also are prepared. So even though mm -hmm. we think, oh, you know, they they did VBS three years ago, they're, mm -hmm. you know, surely they know what to do. Well, yeah. not necessarily as someone who's expected to lead and be right. a helper and assist. So. Right. Yeah, letting them know, um, like I said, if you're going to have t-shirts mm -hmm. for the year, you know, what days you're going to wear the t-shirts, or if you want them to wear them every day, you need to make sure that they understand that you want to make sure that you have all of those little details kind of mm -hmm. hammered out at the beginning, because I'm telling you, a lot of people will try to have these kind of meetings, like the morning of the first day of VBS. Oh, there's and too much going on. <laughs> nobody is thinking about it then and nobody yes. is processing and nobody is focusing and especially not the youth. And so that's mm -hmm. something that you and the youth minister really need to have those conversations with mm -hmm. them to let them know these are your expectations because they can really meet your expectations. But the thing with youth too, is that if you don't specifically tell them what you expect yeah. for them to do, they don't they just innately know. know to do that. Yeah. And so, so we think, we'll, th we'll think, oh, why aren't they doing it? Oh, I didn't know you wanted me. To they just don't think about it. Yeah. And yeah. so you want to make sure that you have really let them know what you expect from them and what their rules are, um, especially when it comes to phones, because again, you want to make sure you have something written for the parents about photographs that are taken during vacation Bible school and video. Absolutely. Because you yes. really can't post on social media without a parent's permission. Yes. And so if your youth are going to have phones where they're going to be trying to do something live or, or you know, because they, right. they just do, that's just very normal. You want to make sure you have all of those kind of things in place so that you know mm -hmm. that there are parents that would prefer their kids not be included in video mm -hmm. or photographs and so you need to have all of those policies kind right. of in mind. Yeah. And just making sure all of your volunteers are also clear as well that, you know, because you're going to have volunteers who are also parents of children who are at your VBS. Right. And so, you know, it's one thing to post pictures of your own child from VBS. Yes. But because of these restrictions, because of these policies, you know, please don't be posting pictures of your whole group yeah. or never, ever post names of children with mm -hmm. pictures. Right. Um, so just some of these general policies and making sure that's communicated to all of your volunteers right. as well. Well, and, and that's the thing, because I know a lot of people will mm -hmm. say, well, you know, that you, you go to like a theme park or something and it's just assumed that your picture could end up somewhere. And I was like, well, but they publicize that in their materials when mm -hmm. you purchase the ticket. Mm -hmm. when you go on to their property in that fine print There's, it's all in that fine print where it says you by mm -hmm. purchasing this ticket you are giving us permission to 
publicize, you know, to mm-hmm. use any photos or video that's taken. Mm-hmm. Um, so all of that has to be something that you've thought through about your policies yes. for your church and for your ministry so that parents are aware if there are people that are taking pictures, mm-hmm. if there is video that's happening, parents mm-hmm. need to be aware that that's happening. So Yes, exactly. You want to make sure that you start thinking about your registration and, and opening up registration because now is the time where you got to get the kids coming. So yes. you want to figure out how that you're going to do that. So and- we, we've always opened up um, our online registration for child participants on, in early April. Um, usually either April 1st or the first Sunday in April. So early in April, um, opening up that online um, child registration and really encouraging all of our people to pre-register. Yes. Um, like you said, really promoting it um, on social media. So mm-hmm. promoting it on Facebook, creating events, encouraging our people to click attend and share the mm-hmm. events, um, running Facebook ads, um, doing it on the local radio stations because a lot of times radio stations will do, you know, mm-hmm. little community events like right. PSA type things for free. So advertising yeah. it in our local radio stations. Um, however, it is that you want to do that within your community and whatever is going to be effective, mm-hmm. um, beginning those things in conjunction with our registration, our online registration opening in April right. was what we did. And, and it's really helpful. You need to know those numbers ahead. I mean, you're always going to have just people that walk up the day of, right. I mean, no matter how large or how small you are, right. you're going to have that happen. And so you do need to be prepared for that. Um, so you do need to think about your check-in system and how are you doing it? How will your computer handle that? How will your, you know, if you, if you do everything manually, what will you have the resources available to be able to set that up quickly? Mm-hmm. But um, if you already know ahead of time as much as you can possibly yes. know, then you have a good idea of your numbers. And if yes. you are a smaller church, do not get discouraged. If you don't have anybody signed up for second grade, don't just say, oh, well, we don't need second grade then because nobody's registered. We're hoping that you're going to have people that see the information. We're hoping that you're going to have yes. grandparents that bring their grandkids yes. at the last minute. So you still yes. want to have that second grade room ready yes. to go with those Absolutely. leaders in place. And Absolutely. I know that I've worked with churches before that were like, oh, we were so disappointed. We didn't have any second graders tonight. And I was like, but you were ready for them and you yes. had everything in place for yes. them. And you never know the second night or the third night, you know, somebody right. may come. So don't let yourself right. get too discouraged about it. You know, we want to prepare for the kids ahead of time. And so here we are. We're ready for summer. VBS is getting ready to start. Yeah. <laughs> School's getting out. It's summertime. <laughs> Uh, it's, you know, it really truly is my favorite time of the year. I, I love, you know, when we're ready to hit vacation Bible yes. school, when we're ready for it to go. Um, it is just such a, a, an exciting time because your whole church is involved. And that's my favorite part about it is that Amen. your entire church family is, is excited about VBS and excited about the kids coming. And, and so you have all of that going. So it's, it's time one to get your church involved. It's time to start making those announcements mm-hmm. during worship service. It's time to put out prayer guides, to have prayer guides. Mm-hmm. If you have a bulletin still, or if you have an email way that you contact your um, members for a Sunday, it's time to put a prayer guide in there so that yes. they know the whole church knows what yes. they should be praying for very specific things for each and every day, because mm-hmm. you want to say, Hey, pray for us on Monday. Cause we'll be doing this. And you know, Tuesday mm-hmm. we'll be presenting the gospel. And, you know, so you want to let them know like what they need to be praying for, for each and every single day. Amen. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about presenting the gospel specifically for vacation Bible school, you know, 
back in the day, we used to do that at the very end. Mm -hmm. But over the years, I've been moving that farther and farther back to the beginning of the mm -hmm. week because we want to have time to have these conversations. And yes. so when do you usually do your gospel presentation? We usually do ours on Wednesday. And so like mm -hmm. you mentioned, like you referenced our sharing the gospel with the kids episode, like we kind of talk a lot about how our model that we use at VBS, but we share it um, on Wednesday and then use Thursday and Friday for one-on-one -on -one follow up with kids, one-on-one -on -one follow up in a visible area with yes. kids oh, yeah. who, um, who indicate either questions or a desire to follow Christ. Um, and we also do our gospel presentation. Um, I like to do it during craft time um, oh. because, and I know there are a lot of kids that love craft and I'm a craft lover too. Right. But um, that also, I know people try to find ways to help save money on the budget. Yes. <laughs> and so... So we use our craft time on Wednesdays to give individual gospel presentations to mm -hmm. each group. Um, and so obviously we, we share the gospel from the main stage as well. Um, but I also like those small group times where they also oh, have response cards. Mm -hmm. And so, so you get to communicate the gospel in a smaller setting. Um, I like using response cards because there's less of sort of the peer pressure or the sort of looking around, you know, kids right. indicate on a card. Um, whether or not they're interested, whether or not they're ready. Right. Um, and so, so there are tons of ways to oh, share yeah. the gospel at VBS. Um, right. And in our sharing the gospel with kids episode, we kind of share a lot of tips and ways that we like to do that at VBS. Yeah, we did. So that might be a good one to listen back on if, if you have more questions, but it is, it's the idea of being very intentional about the way you're mm -hmm. doing it. Your goal cannot be numbers. Amen. It, it can't. And I know that it's, easy for us to want to do that because that's usually the question we're asked. You know, how everybody wants to know saved? how many, you know, how many kids accepted yeah. Christ, how many kids made the decision. Mm -hmm. And I, I really try very hard not to focus on a number mm -hmm. because what we do want to do is to make sure that the kids are actually starting a relationship with Jesus Christ, that they're yes. making a thoughtful and, and they under a thoughtful decision that they understand. Mm -hmm. yes. And I think when we yes. get too focused on numbers, then we do yes. begin doing those large group invitations where we are, you know, you know, offering them. I think we talked about that before about me hearing somebody in a vacation Bible school say, you know, you get to go to a party if you come down front. And so it's that idea of like, we're not bribing them to become Christians. Right. What we're doing is we're presenting the gospel and we're yes. letting the Holy Spirit work within them. Yes. And Amen. so we really want to make sure that we help our church understand that our focus isn't on the number. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter how many kids came. It doesn't matter how many kids accepted Christ in that number. Mm -hmm. What matters is we're making connections with families. We're making connections mm -hmm. with kids. Kids have an opportunity to come to know Christ and they can mm -hmm. make that decision during Amen. the time. That makes sense. Yes. And so it's, it's just a different mindset. It's a different way to look at it. I know, but it's, I think a very important way for us to look at it. Yeah. Amen. And then one of the other things that I really like to do, speaking of connecting with families that mm -hmm. I really like to do during VBS is, um, give information and find ways to connect families to our other ministries that are going on. Yeah. Um, so like fall ministries for kids, ongoing ministries for kids. Yeah. And so um, making sure that, that we're giving that information to families that yeah. we are sending it home with kids that we are inviting families. And so, yeah. you know, during that week being strategic to where it's not like, okay, 
we don't, we, we love for you to come to VBS at our church, but we don't want it to end there. We want to make sure that you and your family know all the other things that we have going on and that you are invited and that we want to see you on Sunday. We want Mm -hmm. to see you back. We want to see you here. And so being very intentional with communicating and sharing that information with parents in a number of ways with, you know, postcards mailed home, flyers mm-hmm. sent home, conversations with parents at pickup time, um, just however you want to do that, just getting that information to families mm-hmm. during VBS. Yeah, it's really important. And so I think I think it goes back to, and we talked about earlier, having that follow-up team that helps you to yes. be able to prep all of those kinds of things, but really looking again strategically at how do we want to get this information to families? What do we want them to know about our ministry? How can we more effectively get that information to them? Because I think that's the thing is that we kind of think, oh, well, we'll just do this and we tell them and they'll come. And it's not that simple. Mm -hmm. There really has to be, you have to have a strategy behind how you are communicating this information and how are you letting them know? And are you prepared for it? Mm-hmm. And so it, it's, I've, I've had this conversation with churches before where, where I've talked with them about vacation Bible school and they've said things like, well, you know, we're just going to, we're going to, you know, run a bus and pick up a bunch of kids and we're going to try to get more people in. And I would say, are you prepared for them? You know, have you thought through how you would manage having a bus run and bring <laughs> 30 kids to your church if you're not ready for 30 kids, you know, uh, it, it has to be a more intentional kind of thing. And so again, you have to be ready. Like I said, you can't invite people to come on Sunday morning and then go, oh, wait, you're here. Let me go find somebody to teach you. <laughs> to teach your class. <laughs> you know, you have to really, you, yeah. know, you really have to be thoughtful about, okay, yeah. this is our plan and this is what we're going to do. And I'm going to tell you this, look, not everything's going to work. Amen. Not every year is going to go smoothly. Amen. Things are going to flop. Things are going to flop. Things are not going to work well. Mm -hmm. You're going to realize that, oh, wait, this does not work for our community or this doesn't Mm -hmm. work for our church or, oh, no, because there's a million different models of how to do this. Yes. Some churches have only internal VBSs where they just do it for church members. Some use it as outreach. Some do it as a combo. Some do, you know, like there's a morning, some do night, some Mm -hmm. do camps, some do, you know, like Mm -hmm. there's billion different ways to do it. There really Mm -hmm. are. Um, And so you have to be intentional about how you feel is going to be the best fit for your church. And just because it's something that I do at my church doesn't mean it's going to work for your church or that you should even do it or that you'd even want to do it. (laughs) So you really just want to sort of look at the situation and talk to as many people as you can and and try Mm -hmm. something. Just jump in and give it a shot Mm -hmm. and see if it works for your community. And and you might be surprised. You, you, You you may learn something new. You may find your way to something new. Yes. But we, you know, don't be afraid that something is going to flop because I'm going to tell you right now, something's going to flop. Yes. And it's okay. It's all yes. good. Yes. Um, God will take what we do and he will use it for his glory. Amen. And so we just have to be prayerful and mindful of that. Amen. Anything else, Dr. Virginia? I don't think so. That's a lot. <laughs> we just a poured lot. a lot of information. <laughs> I was drinking from a fire hose. <laughs> it really was. And and I, I don't know. There's parts of me that stresses over whether or not you're not going to like that. And there's part of me that's like, well, we don't know any other way to do it other than just yes. to hit all the topics and try to yes. give you everything. And yes. it's, it's too much. I'm so sorry. We, we genuinely just wanted to be able to give you as much information about the planning process and the things to yes. think about. 
Um, and I know it's a lot, but it well, hopefully will will give you some some a starting point as you're thinking yes. about how am I going to start planning for vacation Bible school? How do I start planning for vacation mm-hmm. Bible school? Yep. So, well, we are very grateful for you um, for listening. We are grateful to you for following and for subscribing and for all the things. And we just uh, really appreciate you so very much. And we hope that you found this helpful. Please let us know if you have more questions or more information that you would like. We just want to meet you where you are and to serve you and your families and your ministry. We hope you have a great week and we will talk to you again soon. Mm Bye-bye.